Hello and welcome to the What Women Want Today podcast. You might be asking yourself right about now, well, what do women want? I mean, we're pretty complex creatures, right? Well, I think we want it all. And I'm here to explore it with you. My name is Terry Kellums. I'm your host. Go grab your favorite beverage. I've already got my glass of wine and let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of What Women Want Today podcast. My name is Terry Kellums and I am a coach for midlife women and your podcast host. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Last week on the podcast, we talked about transitions and based on the feedback I've received, there are a lot of you out there going through some transitions. Ones that have brought grief and I just wanted to say I'm so thankful for your vulnerability in sharing those stories with me. Other stories that came about were transitions that were ultimately the catalyst for growth in your life. And I am so happy for that. Today on the podcast, I am revisiting a conversation I had with my friend Abby Ladour on an Instagram Live a few months ago. I just love the energy and positive outlook she brings to the conversation about empty nests. But before we join that conversation, I want to share with you one of the reviews I've received on Apple Podcast. This one came from user D-R-O-B-R-3-3-3-A-N-T. And she says, excellent podcast. Terry produces quality content that really resonates. This podcast is easy to listen to and keeps me engaged and wanting more. Keep them coming. I am so thankful for these reviews, and I hope that you'll keep them coming. Reviews and shares of the episode help other women find the podcast and join our community. Now, let's join the episode. Hello! How are you? I am good. I was just saying it's another hot day here in Arizona. Oh, goodness. Yes, we're still hot. I was just watching a friend of mine's um, video and she was saying they had their windows open. She lives in Ohio. (laughs) I was like, really? That's so nice. I know. It's warm and humid here too, but probably not as much as Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's talk about how we know each other real quick. This is such a funny (laughs) story. If you guys don't remember Debbie, she was a guest on the podcast very early on. I don't know what were you guests like number six, maybe or something. I I should have looked it up. Um, But we actually were both from towns in Illinois, probably about 45 minutes away from each other. Or should I say cities? I'm giving away my Midwest when I say towns. (laughs) So cities like 45 minutes away from each other, but we didn't meet until when, Debbie? The coffee shop when I was, my hair was like, I looked like someone electrocuted me. We thought, oh, no, big guilt deal. We'll walk up to the coffee shop unprepared with water. We're in Arizona. It's 117 degrees. Oh, my gosh. We got there and I said to the lady, I need something. And then Jeff and I were, my husband and I were sitting down. And I see this beautiful woman, Terry, in the corner. I'm thinking, she must think we just came in, like, I don't know, from the dust or something. <laughs> I don't know. And you came up and said, I hear you guys are talking about Illinois. I'm from Illinois. And the rest is history. The rest is history. So, yeah, we don't meet when we live 45 minutes away from each other. But then <laughs> I moved to Arizona. And you come there because you own property in Arizona as well. But you don't live yes. there full time. So you come there to check on your property and we meet in a coffee shop. I mean, what are the chances <laughs> of that happening? <laughs> and talked like we knew each other 
for our life, right? And yeah, and we just, it just was like from day one, just a mm-hmm. friendship that has just continued over the years. What year do you think that was? I think we talked about this before. Did we ever figure it out? Was this 2014? I think you're right. I think it was 2014 because I wasn't yeah. married yet. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's so cool. Oh it was, but I was already living in that house, wasn't I? Already living. Right. You were. So it was 2015. Oh, it was 15. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, oh my God. cheers well, we to cheers to long well, friendships. Do you have cheers. something to drink? <laughs> I like your drink better. Yeah, I just grabbed it. Like I said, it's been a really long day. It's been really hot. I met um, Brian for lunch today, and as I'm walking out the door and getting into the car. My thermometer in my car said 124 degrees. And I thought, why am I meeting him for lunch? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't you indoors. ever cool that off? You know, oh. I think it took almost the whole 15-minute ride into town to get it cool. <laughs> <laughs> but we were, you and I were chatting last week, and I, got to, I was thinking about you, and I was thinking about your empty nest that's coming up. Yeah. And I thought I would invite you on today for us to just chat a little bit about how are you feeling about this upcoming empty nest of yours? You know, I'm trying to look at it with a very positive attitude because I don't want to make my son sad and feel like, mm. why am I leaving my parents? Because we're all very close. My older two boys live in the city of Chicago, so he's been the only one here now. But it is, you know, he was gone with a friend in Lake Tahoe for a week, and we were both like, okay. <laughs> like you always wait for them to come home you're doing their activities you're involved in their life and it was just us but then we were like oh we can do anything we want we can go out to dinner and not have to worry about bring you know not that he couldn't come with us or we don't have date nights but then I was like then that reality hit when you'd wake up and you know the first thought is okay what what do we have going on today and it's now just going to be us yeah just me and him what are we doing today and not the kids and now he's going in Arizona to college up in Flagstaff. Yes. So yes, is. how is that different from the other boys? They didn't go as far away. Right. My other boys were eight and a half hours away at Kansas. And I thought that was far because yeah. it was a 45 minute plane ride. And then we'd land and have to drive 45 minutes, which really wasn't bad. Right. This way, I have to go get on a plane four hours there. And then once I land in Phoenix, rent a car and then drive two and a half hours to Flagstaff. Yeah. So that I'm like, yeah, that makes me a little more anxious. Yeah. And I think reality is starting to hit him because um, Saturday marks the first boy. He's had the tightest friend group literally since they were all four. These six boys have been hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. And the first one leaves Saturday, Friday. So oh. they're all very, very sad. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I don't know what what the other two boys experienced, but I just remember how hard that first year is. Mm -hmm. And if you already know that first year is tough, like your mom heart is even more like, oh, my baby, because he's your baby. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I think that's what's hitting him. And then he has quite a few food allergies, so he is going to be cooking his own meals. And I think that's kind of like setting off a little alarm in his head. Mm -hmm. But I have, you know, we're working with him now. And um, next week, he's going to make, we're tasking him with grocery shopping and everything. He's going to make the meals. We're going to watch him. He's made, you know, meals before. But, you know, so that'll be, that'll be good. But, you know, in a weird way, I think he's ready. You know how you can just tell, like, they're ready to fly the coop. Yeah. You want them, you want to let go. Yeah. And, you know, like I said to my husband, like when you say bye to him, because it's just the two of us going out, 
I said, please do not like hover or ball your eyes out in front of him. You know, you can tear up, but when, when he leaves, you can do that. When I say goodbye, I will be controlled. I'll be, you know, crying. I'm sure there'll be a few tears coming down. And then when I get in the car, I can just go. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I don't want to do it in front of him because right. I don't want him to feel sad or anxious. Yeah. So now my youngest daughter, when she, cause she's with Flagstaff at NAU. I wonder if they'll ever come across paths. Each other. Wouldn't that be so weird Wouldn't if they met at NAU? <laughs> yeah. That would be so full so, circle. It would be full circle. <laughs> But when she left, I had a little bit of a different situation because we were, you know, she had divorced parents. So she would spend part of her time at her dad's and part of her time at my house. So I was already sort of used to her not being there part of the time. Like you get into that rhythm mm. where, you know, they're there this many days um, a week and then they're there every other weekend or whatever the case may be. But, but you know, when it really hit me, Debbie, was yeah. um, when she moved, she wanted to move her bed up to college. And the first time I walked into her bedroom and it was empty. Oh, I, yes. I don't yes. know how to explain yes. that to somebody. Right, right. <laughs> like I, I remember when the kids, like when my first daughter went off to um, kindergarten, you know, you hear a lot of parents are like, they're very tearful and they're very sad. I was so excited. I know. I was, I was so excited, excited for, my, for all yeah. my kids when they went yeah. to school. Yeah. But for some reason, walking in and seeing that empty bedroom, <gasps> That was a whole different (laughs) I wouldn't like that either, Terry. I don't know how you did that. That that's probably reality. I mean, it'll be very quiet. Yeah. And luckily I have my business and I'm gonna volunteer more Mm -hmm. if we can, if things hopefully, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen around here. But right. No, I figured I will get more involved to get back. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really want to do to keep busy. You know, you know what, that's a good point. That's a good point. So do you feel like at this point, I mean, you, we've already talked about that you had a pivot in life and that you, you know, you found this new purpose, but that's a great, that's a, actually a great thing to think about for women who are experiencing the empty nest. Like, even if you already have a pretty solid purpose, do you need to plan for like a new purpose? Do you see that sort of need to like mentally prepare right. for that empty I- space? Sure. I think that's what I'm looking for is mm-hmm. I already have my purpose with my business. And right. now, like if you can compartmentalize it, I just want to find that compartment that I could give back more locally here. And I just did find a couple of um, uh, communities that want people. And so that's what I'm, we're looking at now, whether that be through my church or there's a lot of, you know, organizations here that I think really that I know people at that I thought, gosh, that would be so cool. Yeah. So, and it's all giving back in the community. That's and awesome. that's, you know, even if it was just an hour a day, mm-hmm. that's an, it just to fill up your cup to feel like you're doing something worthwhile, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that would be great. That's what I'm and, looking to do. Yeah. And is he sort of also in the mindset that he's going to have to get involved with things in school so that mm-hmm. he kind of mm-hmm. gets, you know, into his new environment and feels at home or feels like he has a purpose yes. there as well? He he did admit he's getting a little apprehensive, but yeah. he said, it's. he goes, I'm excited, mom, but I'm a little nervous too. And you know what I said back to him? I said, honey, that is perfectly normal. Yeah, exactly. I said, those are normal feelings. And you're going to be homesick. You're going to be far away. But then I know he's my Mr. Personality boy. So, okay. and when he went into high school, he came from a very small private parochial school into a huge high school. Like mm. he had like 50 in his class. And then he now has like 900. 
Oh my gosh. That's filter shock. Yeah, right. So I said the same, you know, he was feeling the exact same way. And yet he loved his high school experience. He loved meeting new people and sharing things. So I said, you remember when you were going into high school, you had those exact same feelings. And he goes, yeah, you're right. Like it was all coming back to him. But it's different because he's living away, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that feels really far away. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so do you guys already have plans for like the first time that you're going to go see him at school or the first time that he's coming yes. back to Illinois? Yes, he's coming back in September for a wedding. And then in October, we're going out for family uh, weekend. Right. And then he comes home for Thanksgiving. And then he Aww. comes home for Christmas break. So nice. we've already got once a month planned out, which I think that's great. Yes. I don't I think always, I did that with my other boys. So yeah, I always feel like even now in life, like, I feel like everything that's gone on in the world, you know, the past year or so, like, I even feel for everyone, you need to have things to look forward to, yes. you know, that are out you like, I feel like, you know, maybe like a week or so out, and then maybe like a few months out, and then maybe like even more long term than that, it keeps you it keeps you sort of moving forward yes. when when life is a little bumpy or something. Right, you know? that's a great point, Terry. I love. Yeah. We're, I'm already looking forward to next month when he yeah. comes home, and he hasn't yeah. left yet. <laughs> I know that's probably not right. <laughs> so, what advice would you have for a mom that's sending her first and only child off oh. to school? Any good advice? Yes, for the first one, I remember taking my oldest son, and you know he was so excited and. And I remember thinking, wow, when I leave there, I remember the feeling and it's completely normal. Like we literally like said goodbye. And, you know, I got teary eyed, but his roommate was there and they, somebody came up and said, hey, the RA wants us, you know, down, you know, so he already had plans and then they were going to the football stadium for something. Well, we got in the car (laughs) the whole way home. I said to my husband, I wonder, like, it was three hours into the drive of the eight and a half hour drive. And I was like, I wonder what he's doing now. I want to text him. (laughs) And my husband's like, we just left him three hours ago. You can't text him. So from from advice from another parent, she said, leave them be, let them know. And then maybe the next day, just say, hey, how was that? You know, because you don't want to be that helicopter mom. What are you doing now? Don't forget about that. Unless it's medication or something like that. Right. But I, the advice of um, my neighbor who raised three boys, she said that to me and it was the best advice. She goes, let them be, love them. If you want to send them text the next day to say, how was it like sharing their excitement? Mm -hmm. And then when my second one left, he was joining his brother at the same university. So it was perfect. Yeah. (laughs) So with Nate, I'll probably do the same. I'll let him be and just tell them, you know, what did you do yesterday, the next day, and be super excited about it and say, I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. And then maybe let another day go by. So yeah, I know some moms that said they texted their child all the way home. <laughs> I was like, you know, my older daughter, Valerie, my oldest daughter, Valerie, yes, when the yes. day that we were driving away when we left her, well, we took her to school to get settled in. We're driving and she went to school in DeKalb. Illinois. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so you know how they have all the cornfields out there and everything, yes. right? Literally, we're driving and a tornado is coming <gasps> through DeKalb. They had tornado sirens. They had to go through all the like tornado safetyness and all. It was crazy. Oh, Terry, that's awful. <laughs> 
We have a couple of regulars on here. I just want to acknowledge we have um, a lady named Happiness is my day job. She joins oh, every week. So hi. hi, Happiness. I see your comments. Her empty nest got delayed due to the pandemic. She lives in the Philippines. So oh wow, that's so, really cool. Yeah, and hi. then um, saw a couple of other people on here. I think I pretty much waved to everyone. But thank you for joining us today. We are going to play a little game, Debbie and I oh, are. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's <laughs> so, go. So this is um, what's called Poddex. And oh, cool. um, it's a gentleman that I've gotten to know, and I love his business. He helps out podcasters. Uh, he's just a really awesome dude, and I've gotten to know him. And um, these can, you can actually play these at a party in addition to being a fun little tool for sure. Uh, maybe a newbie podcaster who is not used to asking questions and things, but these are some conversation starters. So okay. I'll ask you, oh, I forgot happiness is um, in uh, Philippines. So it's, yeah, it's morning for her yeah. and I'm over here drinking my happy hour. Glass of wine. <laughs> okay. Breakfast so of champions. there you go. It's just fruit juice, right? It's just fruit yeah. juice. Okay. So I'm going to ask Debbie the question and then I'll answer the question after she's done. But here is our first question. What do you keep on your desk or workspace area that boosts your mood? Ooh, this is a good one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I have all kinds of, let's see. The first thing that I look at, I'm going to, this says, be the reason someone smiles today. Oh, I love that. I just grabbed that. And then I love this. I look at these every day. Boss lady. <laughs> That makes me so you have the same one. I love it. And then, you know, behind me, I have different things about my career, but just on my desk now, um, my screensaver, I am looking to earn a trip to Cancun in 2022. So I have that and that brings me joy yes. because I dream about taking my whole family, which we can. And yeah. I look at, I look at different parts of the screensaver, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So those are the things I know. I know there's more books that I love. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, this one here. This always brings me joy. I don't know if you've read this one. Believe it. By, no, I um, haven't. Jamie, Jamie. I've Kermana. heard of it. I've I heard of it. the story about Oh, her. good. I'll have to yeah. read that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, okay. What about you? So me. So I've got my <laughs> I've got a lot of my podcasting stuff on my desk right now. So it's a little bit disorganized. But um one of my coworker friends um, mm. years ago gave me this and it always makes Aww. me laugh because this Aww. is so true. No <laughs> coffee, no working. <laughs> the other thing is um, one of my favorite leaders from a corporate job I had several years ago, she gave me this and Aww. you know, I don't know if you've ever heard that story about the boy that no. was walking along the beach and there were all the starfish washed up on the beach and he was throwing them back in and his grandpa said, you know, there's so many of them. You you can't make a difference. You can't get that. You can't put them all back in. And he goes, "Well, I made a difference to that one." Oh my gosh! I haven't heard that. <sighs> I so, love it. Yeah, and then oh. my grand my grandson's picture is always close by. Oh, my little Finley. He's so cute. Yeah, and then I you know what the the most probably random thing is is I um and it's not here right now because I moved it, but um a candle with my favorite oh. scent because. That's if I'm feeling idea. stressed or overwhelmed or I need to ground myself, I, yeah. I grab I that candle and I just give oh, it a yeah. couple of sniffs. Oh, yeah. that's a, I did have one here and I think I moved it. <laughs> so that's a great point though. 
Yeah. And these are fun. Like these, could you imagine these? So imagine a couple uh, who's had kids at home for years who've kind of lost touch of just having yes. fun conversation. This would That's be a another great question. I yeah. Love it. These I are love fun it. questions. Or like Thank even you. like a, a Saturday or Sunday afternoon yes. if you're like hanging out with some friends or something. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Over. Yes. Oh, goodness. Okay. If you were given, <laughs> <laughs> if you were given $1,000 to spend on your closet, friend and oh on your closest sorry i don't have my reading <laughs> them. if you were given a thousand dollars to spend on your closest friend what would you get them this is cool i love this question oh wow could could relatives be part of a mm -hmm. friend okay of course i would probably knowing it would be my sister and i would probably she doesn't do a lot for herself and she has a granddaughter so i would pick her up surprise her if i could blindfold her and drive her to downtown Chicago. I would book a room for us to stay at a beautiful hotel. I would have her have a spa day which she could get a massage, get a pedicure, a manicure. And then I would take her out for a steak dinner because I know she loves steak and she oh, loves wine. I love so that. I think that would eat up a lot of that thousand. <laughs> yeah, that's really Cause, cool. Because she's Gosh, not I was... really a clothes person or mm -hmm. makeup or anything. So those things would mean a lot to her. Yeah. And I was so busy listening to your answer because I could picture myself being there and doing all those things. <laughs> um, $1,000 to spend on my closest friend. What would you do? Oh, it's a tough one. It would be an experience for sure because I'm more of a um, quality time person sure. more than gifts. So, yeah, I think I'm right along there with you. It would be a day, just the two of us, maybe starting off with coffee and a pedicure, Aww. going shopping, <laughs> just having deep, meaningful conversations. Cause that's one of my like all time favorite things is connecting with people. Yes. And uh, yeah, just like spending the day, just flying by the seat of our pants, going to lunch, visiting other friends. Like that would be fun. Excuse me. Yeah. Definitely all about the experience for sure. Oh, for I me. love that. I could see you. I know you love coffee shops. I could see. Oh, I do. You. Yeah, for sure. All right, this is our last one. Okay. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut the deck. I'm going to, because I don't want anybody to think that I, um, Purposely you know, pick, it, yeah. picking out these cards. So we're going to go, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> what do you feel people complain about too much these days? Ooh. Um, deep. That's really deep. Um, I think the first thing that came to my mind was the way of the world. No matter what you're for. Um, the second thing is um, little things, I think, that bother people. Um, maybe they're not where they are in life. So what I mean by that, like if they look at an old picture and they say, oh, I gained 25 pounds. Mm. I think it has a lot to do with complaining about your self-image or being jealous of someone. If you look on Instagram and someone's in Greece, like I have relatives in Greece right now, and I'm always saying, good for you guys. That looks amazing. The pictures don't look real. Somebody else could look at that and go, I will never go there. And that makes me sad. I think yeah. that's her complaining, a woman complaining about her hair and weight, mm. I think are the most, but also I've heard a lot of people complain about the way of the world now, you know? Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. It, I feel like it's just like the bulk of conversation. Yes. most of the time. So yeah, I don't, I don't know <laughs> if I have one separate than that. I'm trying to think my world is kind of small these days, you know, work Do from home, about work. 
when you're no. at work, do they complain about it? My husband does not ever complain about, well, I shouldn't say ever. Rarely ever does he complain about work. Oh, I know one. I know one. Um, yes. The price, the housing market prices That's have just been one, crazy. Sorry. And so people are really, a lot of people are really talking about that. That's a good and it's, one. It is a concern for our younger people, you know, it growing is. up and trying to buy their first home. So I have empathy. I have empathy for them. Sure. For that, it is you know. crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then crazy. people that want to sell, they are like, well, where am I going to go now? Because yeah, there's I can't afford go. anything. Yeah. 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 All right. So before we end today, and thank you so much for joining me, friend. But before we end today, please tell people where they can find you in case they want to learn more about you and your business and what you do and follow your story as oh, you move sure. along through this empty nest. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have my website is www.debbyledure.arbon.com. And you can follow me on Instagram. Very easy. Debbie Ledure. And Ledure, it's I-E and then L-A-D-E-U-R. And I would love to have people because I put a lot of positive things out and I love positive messages. Mm -hmm. So I would love to help anyone. Yes, I know that is true about you. Thank you so <laughs> much for joining me today, Debbie. Oh, my friend. Thank you, Terry. It is always a pleasure spending time and talking with you. Love you. Oh, love you too. Thank you for having me. Bye. Thanks everybody Bye -bye. for joining us today. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation as much as I did. If you'd like to continue the conversation, come on over and join our private Facebook group, What Women Want Today. I'd love to hang out with you some more there. Any resources mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at What Women Want Today podcast or visit my website at whatwomenwanttoday.com. Please remember to subscribe, download, and share. Leave me a review. It helps other amazing women find the show and become a member of our community. One last thing for you today. You are not alone. You are worthy of love and a fulfilled life. Now it's time to go after it.